0: Morning
1: prayer begins on page 3 of the prayer book. Thus saith the High and Lofty One that inhabiteth Eternity, whose name is Holy. I dwell in the High and Holy Place with Him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. Revive the spirit of the humble, and revive the heart of the contrite ones. Continuing on the bottom of page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips.
2: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning,
1: is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Venite, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 86 on page
0: 447. Bow down
1: then, O Lord, and hear me. For I am poor and in misery.
2: Preserve thou my soul, for I am holy. My God, save thy
1: servant that putteth his trust in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I will call daily upon thee. Comfort the soul of thy servant,
2: for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul.
1: For thou, Lord, art good and gracious. And of great mercy unto all them that call upon thee.
2: Give ear, Lord, unto
1: my prayer, And ponder the voice of my humble desires. In the time of my trouble I will call upon thee, For thou hearest me.
2: Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord,
1: There is not one that can do as thou doest. All nations whom thou hast made Shall come and worship thee, O Lord. And shall glorify thy name. For thou art great, And doest wondrous things, Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, And I will walk in thy truth. O knit my heart unto thee, That I may fear thy name.
2: I will thank thee, O Lord my God, With all my heart, And will praise thy name forevermore.
1: For great is thy mercy toward me, And Thou hast delivered my soul from the nethermost hell.
2: O God, the proud are risen against me, And the congregations of violent men Have sought after
1: my soul, And have not set Thee before their eyes. But Thou, O Lord, art full of compassion and mercy, Long-suffering plenteous in goodness and truth.
2: O turn Thee then unto me, And have mercy upon me, Give thy strength unto thy servant,
1: and help the son of thine handmaid. Show some token upon me for good, that they who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because thou, Lord, hast hope in me and comforted me.
2: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
3: Here begins the twenty third chapter of Joshua. Now it came to pass, a long time after the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their enemies round about, that Joshua was old, advanced in age. And Joshua called for all Israel, for their elders, for their heads, for their judges, and for their officers, and said to them, I am old, advanced in age. You have seen all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations because of you, for the Lord your God is he who has brought Uh, who has fought for you see I have divided to you by lot these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from the Jordan with all the nations that, that I have cut off as far as the great sea westward and the Lord your God will expel them from before you and drive them out of your sight so you shall possess their land as the Lord your God promised you therefore be very courageous to keep And to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, lest you turn aside from it to the right hand or or to the left, and lest you go among these nations, these who remain among you. You shall not make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause anyone to swear by them. You shall not serve them nor bow down to them. But you shall hold fast to the Lord your God as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out from before you great and strong nations. But as for you, no one has been able to stand against you to this day. One man of you shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God is he who fights for you as he promised you. Therefore, take careful heed to yourselves that you love the Lord your God. Or else, if indeed you do go back and cling to the remnant of these nations, these that remain among you, and make marriages with them and go into them and they to you, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations from before you. But they shall be snares and traps to you and scourges on your sides and thorns in your eyes until you perish from the good land which the Lord your God has given you. Behold. This day I am going the way of all the earth, and you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spoke concerning you. All have come to pass for you, not one word of them has failed. Therefore it shall come to pass that as all the good things have come upon you which the Lord your God promised you, so the Lord will bring upon you all harmful things until he has destroyed you from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. When you have transgressed the covenant of the Lord your God which he commanded you, and have gone and served other gods and bowed down to them, then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and you shall perish quickly from the good land which he has given you. Here ends the first lesson.
0: Together, Benedictus S.
1: on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou in the glorious stone of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all for ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It begins the thirty
3: ninth verse of the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And he spoke a parable to them Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into the ditch? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do, but do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Brother, Let me remove the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the plank that is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck that is in your brother's eye. For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Here ends the second lesson.
1: Together, Benedictus, on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not
1: thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to hear us, and grant the we to whom thou hast given an hearty desire to pray, May, by thy mighty aid, be defended and comforted in all dangers and adversities through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Our uh, lesson from Joshua, we've skipped a lot. We had the uh, Battle of Jericho last week, and then even over the weekend, I think the the celebration of of, of, uh, John the Baptist meant we didn't read about the the subsequent defeated at at Ai and, and some of the other things. So Joshua has a whole narrative, but we have a sort of summary of joshua today where joshua um, speaks of how the lord has fulfilled his promise to israel he promised to take israel out of egypt and bring them into the promised land and and for them to to inhabit it and they have substantially entered the promised land and begun the conquest what's interesting though about the story in terms of the spiritual life is god has fulfilled his promise to israel but israel still has to fight um there's still work left to be done And they still have to be the words that come up, the very same words that God said to uh, Joshua in chapter one, uh, be be courageous, be strong and courageous to, to do these things that God tells you to do, and then no one can stand before you. So just as God told Joshua to do that, now Joshua's telling the people he's going to, you know, he's going to die, but they need to continue to be faithful to the Torah and, and be strong and courageous to do the things God says to do, and no one will be able to stand before them. And that wonderful line, that the, the Lord fights for you, um, that's a um, a line or a phrase that uh, is used back in Exodus, where the Egyptians said, the Lord fights for them, and, and God has told Moses, he'll fight for you. Actually, at, at evening prayer in our versicles, the more traditional the older um uh there, there's one re- refrain that says for the, there's uh that there for um but used i said one, one one of the lines that you, the verse goes the end of evening prayer used to say for there's none other that fighteth for us but only thou O God, and that's this wonderful image of God fighting for us, but the people's responsibility in that is to be enduringly faithful, and this applies to the Christian life because and it's often misunderstood that, you know, that we're the, the, the relationship between being saved and living the Christian life that that God has brought us into Christ, into salvation, into the promised land. But our uh, progress and growth and our coming into our full inheritance requires our continued faithfulness. We're saved by faith, which means our enduring trust in God. We're not saved by the faith that we had, you know, 10 years ago. We're saved by the, the enduring belief in God, the ongoing trust that causes us to continue to do the things that God calls us to do. And as we do those things, uh, God fights for us and conquers our interior enemies and also helps us overcome the obstacles of the world, the flesh, and the devil, and so our role is faithfulness and we so so being saved doesn't mean we don't have continuing work to do in in pursuing faith and faithfulness and holiness just as israel's entry in the promised land did not mean they didn't have continuing battles to fight to to come to their full inheritance and i think this comes over to the new testament lesson Uh, where Jesus gives us a lesson that can tell us, you know, the proper focus of our fight. He talks about, you know, why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and you forget the beam in your own eye? And I think one of the the biggest barriers in the spiritual life is the idea that uh, the enemies we face are somehow out there. And um, this is something that um, I think the church falls into a lot now. We find the enemies there are enemies in the world who are doing immoral things, and I mean there's certainly, you know, bad things are bad things, but <clears throat> there's a an overarching focus on all the people all the things we're doing out there that we need to change, that we need to speak out against and do and fight. And this causes us to lose sight of um you know the beam in our own eye and our own pursuit of holiness. And It's not that there isn't a place to make a statement about a prophetic statement about truth in the world, but um, oftentimes it works in this pattern where um, the real zeal that is directed towards changing others often is used in the spiritual life as a shield to avoid looking at the deep things in myself. I need to change. I've just noticed that in decades of ministry, that whenever I find someone who's really angry about someone out there, um, there's just a blindness to what's really gone within that person's own heart. And and this this kind of is, is the psychology of the Pharisees who were who were angry and all these people doing bad things around them, but as Jesus said, they didn't weren't aware of their own greed and covetousness and and so we always have to remember that we fight this spiritual battle by our own faithfulness, and it begins with an with um, with an interest, with a, a willingness to examine our own lives first. And there isn't really progress in the spiritual life that doesn't require that does involve two things: a long-term commitment to the life for prayer and a serious commitment to looking looking at what's going on within us, our own, our own role in our own lives. And as we begin to conquer some of the weak spots in our own lives and, and confess our own sins and experience God's grace, then we can, as we'll get this same lesson as our gospel for the coming Sunday, we can help someone else. But it'll be more with a sense of humility, like, yeah, I've dealt with that. Come along. Not like you are bad and you need, you know, I need to change you without regard to, to how I understand um my own participation in the very thing i 'm angry at, so and this is the power as we as we experience the presence of Christ to change us in in an interior way it begins to have an outward influence um, it it um, it's attractive it's as Thornton would say vicariously impactful because holiness just has that that kind of impact on Larger groups and systems when we when we represent the good for its own sake, whereas this always attempt to change others as as uh, Friedman would say in systems theory to convert other people we're trying to push them to change, and they resist that push because we're trying you know we're we it becomes a tug of war whereas when we work on ourselves and work on interacting with people in a healthier and holier way without coercion, but with true witness, that has a leavening impact that people see something and they're drawn to it and God fights for us and, we, and we, we make progress. And maybe the concluding point here is that the interior battle we fight in our lives and the success in that is very much related to our success in the exterior battle, our faithfulness, you know, our interior personal growth is will help us to move forward in the gospel and in the things we want outwardly in our lives. Everything else will go from there. But when we neglect the interior, the exterior doesn't work either. And this relates back to Israel, who, as they neglect the Torah, their own personal faithfulness to it, uh, they will no longer win the exterior battle and they will eventually get kicked out of the promised land. So a few thoughts about today's lessons continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. For especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Pause for people to remember their own intercessions.
0: that it may please thee to comfort and
1: relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
0: Amen. Good to be with you all for prayer this morning.
1: Have a blessed start to your week.
0: Bye-bye, everybody. Good morning. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone.